You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. What's going on, 24 fam? It's your boy KD. And it's Harry, and we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back, man. After a much needed, much needed hiatus, man. We we back full in effect and here to drop that hot content for y'all, man. What's going on, Harry? Man, a lot of changes coming this year. Um, I, I take it as a season of growth. So uh, before we could bring you guys more content, you know, we had some outside events. So we are back um, and we are happy to be here and hopefully bringing you guys new and interesting conversations and that you guys can share with everybody that you know and uh, appreciate our loyal listeners and if you're tuning back into us yes definitely man shout out to all the loyal listeners everybody following the ig page everybody supporting you know the merch drops getting the merch all that man because you know man this is real life man look we we haven't gotten to the level of the mainstream podcast yet. We still grinding. We still trying to do our thing. So we still got real lives that we got to live, man. And like I said before on this podcast, like, yo, <clears throat> fatherhood, fatherhood, fatherhood is, you know, the main reason why, you know, things slow down. You know, look, for y'all parents out there. Harry, your father, all the parents out there, fathers, mothers, shout out to y'all, you know, just trying to adjust to having a newborn, and like I said, I don't have a nanny, so it's like, you know, I gotta be full-time pop, I still gotta go out, bring home the bacon, and be fully present at all times, so, you know. Fathers gotta wear many hats, Father's Day is coming up. Ooh, good plug. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we get one day of rest. For so, real. uh, get 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 all your father something nice, husbands, brothers, anybody you know, it's a father. Cut them a damn break for a yep. day. Give them something that they want. I think it's June twentieth this year, something like that. And sex wives, girlfriends, baby moms is not just a Father's Day gift, man. Give him something that he can use. I always tried to get my dad something that was sentimental and something that he could use. I think um, one of the best Father's Day gifts or most unique that I can remember off the top of my head was I got my dad a plaque and it had all six Stiller Super Bowl tickets in it. Mm. And, you know, my dad has been a diehard Stiller's fan since the 70s, the golden days. And, you know... How many Stiller fans can say they have, like, I'm not even, I don't even know if they original, probably replicas, but regardless, the symbolism of it. Same thing with the replicas of the rings. Yeah. I, I kind of want those for my collection, too. Yeah, like I said, yeah. it's dope, man. And my dad, you know, like I said, you've been over to the the, the spot before, man. My dad has a Die whole hard. wall dedicated to the Stillers. I'm like, yo, I know they say Philly fans and other fans go hard, but... Stiller fans, like, you know, I work in education, so I've been at different schools where, like, your custodians have a whole 
closet that looked like mm-hmm. black and yellow throw up. I'm just like, yo, God, God. <laughs> then they got the gnomes and all that shit. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, Steeler fans, we do go hard, and we're both Steeler fans, so we're yeah, kind of a little definitely. biased on this on this podcast, but. We definitely love our, our Steelers. But, yeah, look out for your fathers this uh, Father's Day, everybody. But, you know, we sticking with sports. Yo, I've been so busy. I've been missing the Lakers. I, I saw, I think it was Tuesday night, Monday night, whatever night it was. It was Monday night, I think, Memorial Day. Um, AD leaves during halftime, and it just looked like shit went south for the Lakers. And the shitstorm continued to pour. You're being very, very nice. <laughs> the Lakers got their backs blown out. Oh straight God. up. <laughs> they got it demolished. Bro. 30 points. Bro. 30. <laughs> it just goes to show you. And I said this, I said this months and months and months ago when they were trying to build this team. The problem is with these super teams. You spend the money on the front end, but a lot of good teams, unless you have people in picture-perfect health, if you don't have a bench, if you don't have a deep bench, Mm -hmm. if AD goes down, who's going to step up and take his offensive production? Like, yo, the game game for that L.A. loss, Mm -hmm. Memorial Day, I believe it was. No, it was Sunday. It was Sunday, I think, game four. They, they, like I said, AD left during halftime. They still end up losing by eight. And I'm like, yo, if AD is there, they went, LA wins that game. Like, what, only two quarters of AD, y'all still only lost by eight points? Kyle Kuzma let me down. Bruh. Like, this guy is supposed to be, I guess, the third, you know, he would be the Harrison Barnes. Yep. To the Golden State Warriors at the time, the Warriors were mm, were great. Mm, mm. Yep. But he just it was a donut. Like my man didn't even show up. Like I I don't even know because we've all seen LeBron pretty much. I mean, he carried the Cavs for how many years by himself? Yeah. But when you get into playoff basketball, and and your team is based around a duo or a trio or yep. whatever, like you were saying, somebody got to show up other than LeBron. Straight up, and the Suns' strategy, or whatever, watching, they give LeBron whatever he want, but they they use LeBron's passive aggressive offensive mindset to their advantage. Exactly. So man. he literally, I just watched plays where he literally had the rim, bro. It was just him in the rim, and he passed it to the corner, and I'm like, why isn't this dude just going in like exactly a Jordan or Kobe? Like, yo, take he every gotta. shot. And that's what they've been talking about for so many years, that killer instinct, because let's I yo, I think the fifth championship that Kobe got, that was like all Kobe. Like Kobe won with a bunch of role guys. I mean, Pagasaw. Pat Powell played. He he's he solid. I don't think he's an all star player. I don't think he was an all star. But it's like Kobe knew how to win with what he had. And it's like LeBron gotta know how to win with what he had. And Everybody is shitting on the Lakers coach right now. And this is how I would have played it. This is why they just need to throw me a million dollars. I mean, I, I'm cheap. Give me a million dollars and I'll coach the Lakers because I got to know that Anthony Davis is injury prone. If Anthony goes down, I got to at least have shooters around LeBron. LeBron has to have shooters. 
where LeBron goes to the point. He is driving. He's going all the way or he's doing his kickout game. That's what LeBron has done. You got to have a plan B for your offensive scheme when Anthony Davis or somebody goes out. To be fair. They he, wasn't hitting shit. He has improved his shooting a lot. He's, yeah. He's pulled up from the logo a couple times this year. Yeah. LeBron has improved his shooting. But you're absolutely right. Like, they have to have something else to go to. Because right now you're getting beat by Devin Booker and old Chris Paul. Bro, like, for real. That's what, crazy. Jay man. Crowder? I mean... There, I mean, there's a couple guys on like a couple good role players, but but the the Suns are a better. They have the other pieces. They complete. They yeah. just flow. They are a complete team. What does this mean for LeBron James' legacy? We always gotta talk about LeBron James' legacy. Okay. If LeBron James and the Lakers get eliminated from the first round of the playoffs, I don't think LeBron's ever been eliminated in the first round. Yeah. Do we? St- are, is this going to stop all the conversations and comparisons with Jordan and everybody? Well, like, remember, Jordan lost eight times in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without going to the finals. So, yeah. yes, he never lost in the finals. But it's like, never when, past Jordan, yeah, when Jordan start yeah. going, then it's like going. he kept going. Yeah, but it's so. like, you know, LeBron James is like kind of ebbs and flows whoever's around him. I, so. I, my prediction is is that the Lakers will win the next two games. Yep. LeBron will figure out how to win at home. I agree with you. Game seven, AD should be back. Yep. If all so. goes right. And Chris Paul hurt his shoulder mm. towards the end of last game. I think he'll play in the next one, but he didn't seem 100%. This is my thing. If I'm LeBron James, I'm talking to AD, and it's like, you know, I know a lot of people – you know, groin injuries. I'm I'm telling you straight up, suck that shit up, dog. Sixty percent, seventy five percent AD is better than everybody else. What they have out there, just your presence alone is gonna help impact the offense and defensive side. And LeBron just has to be who we think he is to win these next two games. Then you worry about the next fucking series. And, you know, AD continuing to get healthy. But it's like, yo, you got to put it on the line these next two games. You cannot get eliminated in L.A. So I'm thinking they, you know, LeBron James holds his motherfucking nuts and wins these next two games. They get eliminated. Shit. (laughs) Like, I don't got nothing for you, dog. You know what they say, Kendall? The best... Ability is availability. Yep. Chris Paul, AD, Paul George. I mean, the list goes on. There's so many players. Brandon Roy. So many players mm, that could have been so great. Yeah, the T-Mac. By the time as a motherfucker. It's like you're made... A paper mache <laughs> like these guys like like chris paul all right you have a small frame yeah you only six one you probably are outweighed by most point guards that he play against but chris paul is a competitor i can yeah. see why he gets hurt mm-hmm. ad you big old good for nothing like <laughs> yo i don't understand how these big yo, dudes be hurt i don't know if their dude, bodies are just so yeah. awkward like oh, indeed no, no. 
Like these guys are just built so crazy to play basketball. I, I guess it contributes to them getting hurt. Fucking like, poor blood supply with all that length. I don't know, man. What it is. <laughs> but all right, who's your who's your finals winners? Right Yo, now. Finals. The finals, I mean, I'm sticking with my original prediction. I mean, at this point, shit. I said Brooklyn and LA would be a great championship. You know, the big three versus the big two. So, hey, it is what it is, man. But on the flip side, what the hell is going on with NBA fans, dog? What is going on? Like, have, have we been... For the record, I'm picking the Lakers. Yo, yes. have people been so deprived of just courtside action that they just don't know how to control themselves? Is it the fucking... I don't know. Should, should they limit beers per fan? Or, like, what it is it? It ain't the beer, Kendall. It's postpartum racism. Oh, shit. Yo, yeah, with the... The job ja Morant shit, I still haven't looked into that. I saw what his dad said, but I'm like, bro, I, I I get it. I get the fact that you want to get under your opponent's skin or the opposing team, and it's like, yo, y'all go straight for the fucking jugular. It's like, yo, I got to say some racist shit to get you off your game because I done paid $500, $300 for these tickets. And I need to get a W from this shit. I mean... Like, dog, that's just crazy, man. You know my favorite movie is Gladiator, mm-hmm. right? You got a bunch of people in an arena drinking booze. Passionate as ever. I mean, arguments start at work. Arguments start in churches. Arguments start over the littlest shit out of the restaurant, over their football teams, or over basketball teams. People go hard for their teams. Yep. But when you blatantly come out and you just, like you said, shoot for the juggler, you coming right for the neck. Yeah. Are you throwing out racist comments? Kyrie Irving played in Boston. Yep. Kyrie Irving, you're a weird guy. I ain't going to (laughs) front. That's besides the point. But now he plays on the Nets. He probably feels like he can speak up a little bit more because he's, Back playing in Boston, was playing in Boston. Mm-hmm. Guy said a couple things to him. They, I mean, Russell Westbrook's been targeted many times because he's a highly emotional player, a mm-hmm. uh, very passionate player. But a lot of people don't like Russ just because the way he looks or the way that he expresses himself on the court. Yeah. This, but this has been an ongoing thing. Like I don't want people to forget about why we called this guy Meta World Peace. Yeah. That guy changed his name from Ron Artest. Like, do you remember when Ron Artest went out in the crowd and whooped that dude's ass? Bro, the mouse in the palace, man. That's the most epic sports fight of all time. He was beating that ass. Like, if yo, Russell Westbrook would have got to that guy after the popcorn. Like, yo, you may look on TV or you may feel high and mighty up in your nosebleed seats. But when you feel bold enough and you want to pour popcorn on somebody, yep. and when Russell Westbrook get up on you, he's 6'4", 200 pounds, you might have to answer to that. Bruh. Now, the world has changed. There's more security and all that. Yeah. And and, I, de- I definitely think they put things in place after that, you know, incident so they can deter athletes from, you know, with fucking shit. people up. Yeah. But 
I, I see this shit happen with a lot of sports. I see people talking shit to, like, female athletes, like, at the Wimbledon games, at the uh, French Open and stuff. I've seen people throw stuff or talk trash to, like, tennis players. So it's like, it happens in a lot of sports, you know, and it's like, you know, stay composed, you know. They're there to pay their money. You're the, you're an entertainer, you know, act with class. But it's like, yo, it's certain shit there where... I'm like you are. It's crossing the line, and it's like I'm a I'm a fucking man. Don't disrespect me. Don't don't do that shit. If we were on the street somewhere, because it's not like you know we are separated by some fence. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I can get to you if I need to. Mm-hmm. If nobody's here, so it's like if you wouldn't spit on me on the street, if you wouldn't throw popcorn, throw yeah. beer on me on the street, don't do that shit now, dog. Who got spit on? Trey, Trey Young, yeah, and they said like they that shit his hairline, which was funny and stuff. But they it, said that shit hit like Fifty Cent girl too, and then I'm like, yo, Fifty Cent and Trey should have took turns stomping this motherfucker. Like, uh, I think her name is Cuban, Cuban, Cuban Links. Links. Yeah, I'm surprised Fifty ain't beat nobody. Yeah, yep. And that's like, yo, you can see the video. That shit like hits Trey, goes right by her, but still, it's like that's too fucking close. That's like, assault. It Spitting is. Spitting on somebody's assault, especially yep. in, in the, like, you know, we just came out of a pandemic. Exactly. That's Tech, another I thing. Mean, are we really out of it? I don't know, but. That's know, another thing, dog. We just pulled back the mask, man. Did you out here spitting on people? For real. I'm like, dog. Can't have nothing nice in America. Exactly. Apparently. That's why it's like, yo, <laughs> we uh opening in shit back up, letting fans come back in and enjoy the game, and y'all do this shit. And it's just like, man, it's always some motherfuckers that fuck it up. But, you know, Americans always got to abuse some shit, dog. Kendall, I swear. this is off topic, and I just thought of it, mm-hmm. and I know we're live. I got to ask you this question as a black man. Can you be pro-black and date outside of your race? That's a good question. I'm going to say, yeah, you can definitely um, support a lot of black causes and things like that. And, you know, I know it's a lot of motherfuckers who are pro-black and black this and build a black family and all that. That's all good and well. But you love who you love, dog. Like, straight up. And it's like, we got to understand that some people may have bonded over their um, experiences. Mm-hmm. So certain experiences people connect with, you can't control always who you fall in love with. So I do believe that you can be pro-black and still marry somebody who is not black, but still support black causes and issues and agendas. You know, uh, a person who comes to mind is Omari Hardwick. And he is, for those who don't know, he's ghost on power. And a lot of people was like, oh, oh, my God. Ghost, like, is married to a white woman or some shit. She, I don't know if she's, like, white. She looks white. But she may be, like, some other type of European descent. But a lot of people were taken back and, you know, oh, like, it's crazy. Because it's like, you know, I don't know why black I don't know. I, I, fuck it. I don't know why black women, black people, 
you're you become less black or less down to us or less real to us because the woman that you sleep with is white or the your kid's mother is white and you know I listened I took the time to listen to Amari Hardwick I think this is like years ago on a breakfast club um and he was saying like yo before he became an actor before he made it big like this woman supported him believed in him and you know held him down and like he said he don't give a fuck about what nobody says about him or you know his wife or whatever because at the end of the day he loved her she supported him before he was ghost before he was any of these things in the movies this woman held him down so it's like i recognized or i understood his experience I don't know where the fuck he was, because it's like, yo, in Hollywood, we've heard a lot about struggling actors and actresses trying to make it, and down on Skid Row, busted and disgusted, trying to get roles. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Way left. <laughs> I'm just saying. But trying to get roles, and you don't have somebody, you don't have nobody looking out for you but that significant other, and they could be white, blue, green, or red sometimes. And, you know, I have people in my family who are mixed. That doesn't mean that they don't support black causes and black things and, you know, teach their children about, you know, black culture and black things. So, I mean, that's a great question because I do believe that. You got people like, uh, I think my man, Dr. Omar, <laughs> he's saying, like, how can you... Man, look, I, I don't want to misquote him, but it's like, man, how can you say you support black this, black that, but you don't have a black wife? The only, only a white, only a black woman can understand the struggles of a black man. And it's like, man, shit. Sometimes you just gotta educate people, man. But I think that's totally inflammatory to say you can't be pro-black if the person that you lay down with is not black, man. I mean, for the record, you know, my my wife is black, so, you know, that's just, you know, my experience. I always love black women. My favorite uh, category is ebony, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, that's just my standpoint, but to the original question, I think you I can be... I not be sharing my favorite categories. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can be pro-black and support you know, black causing to still have a woman who is out of your race. I need a whole segment for a question like this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you answered that very well. Yeah, dog. Moving on. All right, dog. So one of the last things you said was the world is reopening, dog. And it's fucking crazy because I was just talking to some guys earlier. I'm like, yo, how do y'all feel like the grocery stores? Everywhere we go, I'm in a gym. Like, yo, I recognized a couple of weeks ago, and you know, we in Delaware, the governor said, you know, basically, we back open. I'm in a gym one late night. I look around in the mirror and shit, and I'm like, yo, I'm the only motherfucker in here with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had that realization. I'm like, huh. But what I also realize is, Everywhere I go, the employees still have their mask on. When I go to Aldi, when I go to Food Line, all the employees still have masks on. The people, it's your option if y'all want to, but I'm a statistics guy. 
And the numbers right now is Delaware is 40% vaccinated, which means every two out of five people in a group, three of them motherfuckers is not vaccinated. So, but even the people who still vaccinate, who are still vaccinated can still get COVID. Mm-hmm. And that's already been proven. People who've gotten, you know, vaccinated have still like, unfortunately passed away or, I mean, everybody's body's going to react differently. Our bodies are all different. But I'm just like, God damn. I think, like I said, I posted this on my story yesterday. We are all a part of, like, one big giant social experiment going on right now, dog. Because it just really shows to me, from, like, my point of view, like, how many people really listen. Like, how many people go along with groupthink versus people who... Like, I don't want to say think for themselves, but I can say think for themselves because it's like, as soon as the governor, whoever says, yo, y'all don't got to wear masks no more. Everybody was like, thank God, like finally. Mm-hmm. But then again, I still see some motherfuckers like me because I still wear my mask and shit when I go out in the streets. I still see some motherfuckers still got their mask on. So it's, I'm like, man. Yo, better safe than sorry. And I'll be honest. I I I'm not gonna say I miss it because I'm so right now where I'm at in life, I'm so enthrusted into, you know, trying to pursue my dreams, goals, and you know, really get things going and invest in the right things. Like fun fun and getting back to the norm ah that's an afterthought for me man like i'm more about building right now dog i'm more about you know mapping out this next 12 months this next 18 months i'm starting i'm trying to start businesses i'm trying to start ventures i'm trying to get things up off the ground and going on vacation and all that shit that's money that could be going towards that so i'm not I I haven't gotten cabin fever yet. I've never got the itch like, yo, I got to go down to the beach. I got to go back out. Whereas I notice or hear a lot of motherfuckers, it's like, yo, or you you hear the commercials. Mm-hmm. I'm getting kind of long with it because I'm going to wrap it up. But I see all the commercials like, don't you miss uh, the getting back to the norm? Don't you miss grandma? Don't you miss, you know, being able to see people? Let's get back to normal. And I'm like, yo, it's a great marketing scheme, yeah. but I'm just like, dog. Well, I guess the goal is, you know, this shit is crazy. They're trying to vaccinate as many Americans as possible. Yeah. The reality is, is outside of the U.S., there's other uh, strands still going out there. Yeah, dog. Infection rates are extremely high uh, in other countries, Brazil, for example. So it's not like this thing has just gone away. Um, with those other strands going around with travel resuming, you know, I'm still looking at it like, look, I'm going to take my mask off when I'm outside and I'm far enough away from people. But when I'm like, uh, just for example, I went to a pub today because mm-hmm. it'd been a hell of a day. <laughs> and I was like, I went inside, went to the bar. I looked around. It was like eight people. Everybody had their mask off. I said, outside seating okay? And they were like, yeah. So I went <laughs> and outside because I feel more comfortable bro, outside with my mask off as opposed to inside my mask off. I don't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. 
But I was talking to my cousin earlier, and I'm like, yo, every time the government or just the country, every time we try to do something for good that sounded like a good idea at first, it always had like some type of negative effect on the back end, dog. And I'm like, yo, it could be a shit show this summer, dog. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, if everybody is out, I'm like, yo, in a group of 100 people at the beach, whatever, on a boardwalk, because that's where I'm going to be at. I ain't gonna, I'm, one of these days, I'm going to get away. I'm like, somebody got to have it. Yo, we playing Minesweeper, dog. We are playing fucking Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 100%. bro. 100%. You brush up or get in the wrong motherfuckers, <clears throat> like, breathing space. I don't know, dog. This could be a recipe for disaster. And no one knows the after effects of the vaccine yet. It's so early. Yeah. So long term. We may know short term. Yeah. But there's no way we know long term. The vaccine's been given out since what, what month? March, maybe? Is it March or February? I think I think was, February was like the first. He he did the 100 days of the mat, wearing the mask when he first got in the office. Okay. And then the vaccine came out shortly after that. So... It's only been a couple months. True. There's no way we know the long-term effects. Yeah, man. And it's like, I don't want to be that guy, but I come from a background of reading research. and doing my own research. And, you know, I saw a funny meme. It was like, people that got the vaccine said they did their research. And motherfuckers were like, you are the research. <laughs> but, nah, I mean, I'm not knocking nobody that's got it because... <laughs> I guess if we're going to get back to normal life, it's highly suggested that we yeah. get it from CDC. So I never like to go against what CDC is saying, but yeah, man. there's no there's no harm in if you've been okay this long and you still are you know, taking those mass precautions and stuff. Yeah, dog. I mean, there's nothing wrong waiting it out a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I've just been waiting. I'm just going to sit back and see because I'm always that guy. Yeah. I'm, pass- I'm the guy that passes out first. Like, I... If I get sick, I get sick like right away. And then, so, like I said, I don't I'm take like, that risk. We still are within the first year of these vaccines being given out, and like, yo, I got family in the medical field, and you know, they saying like, yo, they know people who've gotten this fucking vaccine, and you didn't have no health complications or nothing before you got it, and now you do. So it's just like, fuck. Like, sometimes you're if you do, you're if you don't. And it's like, yo, everybody body is different. And this is why, I mean, it might be a small percentage. This is what I say, you know. This is what I say. Let's say 97% of people who get it, they have the small side effects, you know, headache, sore arm afterwards, and, you know, you good. But for that 3%, that 3% of people who are either you're dying, you're having a stroke, you're having some type of harsh uh, complications with it, who's the who's to say you're not that 3% if yeah, you're going to get it? <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. It's like, yo, who's to say that you're not that 3%, man? Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, if you've been good, you know, it's, it's June now. If you've been good this long, doing your, you know, your mask shit, taking, being precautious, social distancing, man, look, dog, hey, uh, it's up to you, ride it out, 
But me, like I said, I, I take this shit a day, week at a time. I'm going to stay masked up because, you know, I have no issue wearing a mask. I have no problem being the only motherfucker in Aldi with my mask on. I Like I said, I have no problem being the eyeball. I used to eat in the cafeteria by myself. So it's like I have True no story. issue. Yeah, I have no issue of being a lone wolf because that's just me. That's how I'm designed. Like, you know, where you where do you miss going out the most, dog? Pre COVID or this summer, man, like, you know, where you trying to get back to? Man. You know, I'm older now, bro. So like I mean, you know, when we were younger. Like I used to always love going to clubs. I've always been a club guy. Ah like, oh, man. I always used to say, "Yo, what's the music sound like, and are the drinks good?" Like that was always my thing. So I definitely miss just being in a club-like environment. Yep. And now, you know, I'm more laid back, I guess, because I'm a little older. I'm not gonna be dancing all kinds of crazy. But you know, I enjoy dancing. You yep. know, I just want to go out. Have a good time, see the strobe light, be around, you know, a social gathering. It's been a while. Yep. <laughs> it's definitely like, because you can go to a bar. Most bars is pretty empty at this point. But, I mean, they starting to fill back up. Uh, I heard people were down, like, uh, or City, Maryland. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's on and popping. I bet. <laughs> so they waiting I, on this shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna be the first one down there, but they you know, been waiting on it. Yeah, I definitely just want to be in a fun environment. I, it doesn't uh, really matter which one. The biggest super spreader I've been saying for like the past year has to be the mosh pit at fucking Secrets. Yeah, bro. <laughs> All them people who be in the mosh pit, like mm-hmm. dog. If they open that shit up, it's a wrap. I think it's open. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like I said, it's it a great time. Like, yo, like this summer, I definitely want a guy's night out. I mean, it's so tough, you know, with the family and all that. I definitely want to have a night out with the guys and then, you know, take the kids on a beach to a boardwalk. At least, a couple, you know, just do those two things this summer and I'm good, dog. Yeah. I'm going to be fucking working my ass off trying to get this fucking paper. I had one of the best experiences at the beach not that long ago. Took my daughter to Rehoboth. And it was like between 70 and 75. It wasn't even that nice out, but it it wasn't windy, so it wasn't cold. Yep. And, you know, we we brought our chairs out, our blanket. We went down, and she crazy as hell. She was in the water because she's never – she's been to the beach – but she didn't exactly remember it as much. But now she's five. You know what I mean? She was down there kicking the water and mm-hmm. playing in the waves. We f- both fell asleep on the beach for about 30, 45 minutes. Oh, wow, Because I was tired from driving. Damn. All right, alone. But she was rock, man. We had man. a blanket. Oh, yeah. Dog. Yo, that was a very unique experience. That Every time in my childhood out. I went to the beach, it was a rushed experience. Like, yeah. I never had a family that was like, we're going to go stay for a week down the beach. Like It was always like, we're going to the beach. By the time the sun goes down, it's time to go home. Damn. Like, I think the longest I stayed was like a day or two. Yeah, that shit. So that was be, very cool. It was cool, man. Like, last year, I remember we went down to the beach. We had, like, the little tent for the baby. I mean, she's not a toddler now. 
So it's like it's gonna be interesting, man. Cause it's like, man, bringing two kids everywhere is tough. Yeah. <laughs> you yo, you gotta have the damn gotta coordination and plan. <laughs> yes, like you, you gotta have your game plan going into the. The you venture, got you dog. got the biggie, you got the stroller, exactly. You got, you got the, <laughs> yo, you got to. Really and look. like yo, when the kids are ready to go, it's time to go, dog. It's like I said, you gotta get there early because so start fidgeting. Yep, you gotta get there early. <laughs> you start the car, all right. <laughs> yep. So right. like I said, man, this is gonna. I'm gonna make it a good summer regardless. Like whatever happens, whatever they continue to open back up, dog. I'm gonna make it the best. All right, man. So. It's been a while. It's been a while, man, since we came to y'all with a good, good DSU story, man. Like I told y'all, y'all got to, uh, we, we got to make that OnlyFans. I, mean, I know we, we've been bullshitting, but we got to make it because we can't tell y'all every fucking story because, man, some shit uh, you might not approve of. <laughs> but, <laughs> again, man, we got, we got y'all, man. We got y'all. So... I'm a man of principles, man. I'm a man of principles, and sometimes in life, it's not about like, it's not about money. It's not about, you know, the conversation. It's just about being a man of your word. And I remember one time at uh, DSU. This is during our freshman year, man. It was somebody who got beat up for the value of a dollar. Now, we know when it comes to money, we have that one of you know, one of my favorite phrases, man. Don't say frugal. Nah. I killed for less. Or motherfucker, people been shot for less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it don't get no less than a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, do you remember the situation? Because I, I, I vaguely remember the story. So I'll let you tell it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> the story was told to me. And I was in disbelief. Because I could not get over the fact that the item that they were arguing over was a dollar. It was actually a roll-up, which smokers out there cost a dollar. Yep. And the dude had beat the, the other two guys over for the roll-up. So the guys didn't like it, whatever. Beat the guy up in the dorms. I'm just like, how does this happen? How does this happen? It's a dollar. But it's not the dollar. It's the principle. Because I remember asking, dude. And I'm like, yo, man. Like, was it that serious? He's like, yo, man, fuck that. He told me to go fuck myself or whatever. You know (laughs) what I mean? And it's like, it's just the fact that he was going to beat me for it. Because what if it was five? What if it was 20? What if it was 100? What if it was 200? You can't let that shit go. You can't let it slide. Exactly. So, you know... (laughs) In actuality, it was the principle. Yep. When somebody says they're going to do something, 
you should do it. If you're going to state that, you know, hey, look, I'll make sure I get this back to you in two weeks. If you don't have it back to me in two weeks, at least communicate. Exactly. But don't turn around and be like, man, fuck you, dog. I'm not giving that shit to you. Exactly. That's how problems arise. A lot of motherfuckers have died over that shit. And like I said, I've I've never been in prison. I've never been in jail. You know, I've I've been in holding before, but that's that's a story for another day. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I know but, where you're going with this. <laughs> like, yo, I you know, I have family members and people who have been locked up and you know, in jail and prison for those of y'all, you know, who listening Y'all been behind the bars, you know. Y'all know the life behind there. It's a, it's a world within the world. And all you got is your vagina or your balls and your word. And if you tell somebody on Monday, like, bro, I got you with a soup <laughs> and a spam on on Wednesday, it get the Wednesday. No you ain't got it. Yeah. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> it can go, it can Bro, go a couple ways. It can go, <laughs> it can go bad, hey, dog. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo. Clap they, on, clap off. <laughs> what's the saying? Shit on your dick. Or blood on your knife. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> but yo, long story short, man, <laughs> you gotta be a person of principle because Whoa. again, whether you in prison or you on the streets, man, you can't let shit slide. And like I said, man, a motherfucker got beat up over a blunt rap, over a fucking dollar. Because again, it was a principle, man. And one thing I've always tried to do is be a man of principle, man. Like, before I had two fucking nickels to rub together, when I had $20 in my checking account, I always try to be a man of my word, dog. Like, we had a little, uh, we had a little picnic today, and I gave my word, I told the people, like, I signed up, like, yo, I'm gonna be out here at 11 to help y'all set up this picnic for this community event. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna serve the drinks, and I was there at 11. Serving drinks, helping these kids out, you know, all these kids is about to graduate. Shout out to everybody graduating. Shout out to my nephew, Khalil. He about to go to USC. I'm about to get the, the USC uncle sweatshirt and all that. We're going to be in California fucking it up. But all I'm saying is <laughs> you got to be a man of your word, be a man of principles, a woman of your word, and, you know, people going to respect you. You're going to go... Far a long away. way, and in in many, in many fields too. Like yes, not just it work life, friends, work. work. Yep, school. Uh, you know, with family and friends. Like, if if people find that you're reliable or accountable, oh man, like man, that, yo, you're gonna be the first one to get the call when Bro. something's going down. In life, you two things: you either an asset to somebody, or you a liability, man. And liabilities get cut. Bottom line, man. So, let's do some shit. 
some shit you won't care about next week, dog. Uh, some shit I don't care about. I won't care about next week. This is a uh, touchy subject, bro. So I'm gonna uh, walk into this lightly. Those of y'all who you know been on the shade room, any on um, any public mainstream media outlets, any of us who grew up in the '90s, y'all gonna uh, have the same sentiment with me right now, dog. So recently, you know, we in a reboot season. We in a reboot life right now, and <laughs> they bringing back the Rugrats. So one of the storylines and narratives. And the reboot is that Phil and Lil's mom. What the fuck was it? What was the mom name? I don't know, dog. I know you. She had the headband. Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know who the hell I'm talking She's about. The yo, yo, Chucky dad, right? Yup. And she always wait, be wait, like, wait. "Yo, let me get a hot. Let me let me get a cup of hot Java." That's what I thought coffee was. Hot Java for the longest time. I still call it that shit. Hot cup of Joe or hot cup of Java. Okay. But um, whatever her name was, they gonna say she's gonna be an openly lesbian character on a kids TV show. Hmm. Now this is the shit Lil Boosie and everybody be talking about, dog. Why are y'all like putting this shit on a kids TV show? Because I remember watching Rugrats. It was one of my favorite cartoons growing up and I didn't even see sexual orientation. I didn't, I just saw mom and a dad, you know, the babies. I saw a mom who might have been a tomboy, but I didn't think she was a, a lesbian. She had a husband. Like, what, what's going to happen to uh Howard DeVille? Mm. Like, what's, they, had a, they had a dad. So, like, what's going to be his storyline? They just going to be, like, roommates or some shit? Or they, mm-hmm. they going to come out with a, a storyline that says, you know, he just shook the dice, put it in the cup, and gave it to her. He's not he not really like intimate like that, dog. I don't know, man. I don't know how they're gonna spin that, regrets. But I mean, I get I get the fact that they want to uh, implement and you know normalize it for kids. I guess. I guess, dog. Because there are kids out there growing up with two parents that may be gay or whatever. Yeah, I, I get uh, it. You know, I get it. But we gotta kill the classic. For real. Rugrats is a classic for the 90s. Y'all can create a new cartoon for this. But it's yeah. like, you know, y'all tampering with childhood memories here, man. Y'all going back fucking 25 years, basically. The good thing is the kids won't know the difference. And rewriting it. Only, only we know. Only we would know. And yeah. I mean, it's not like we're going to be watching this shit, dog. Nah, I'm... Nah. But, I mean, I guess... Once again, I think this is up to the parents also. If you got young kids, like your daughter is of the age where she will watch Rugrats. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the parents' discretion if they want their child to watch the Rugrats or not. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, and again, I'm trying to be 100% respectful here. I'm just asking questions so I can learn. This is the educational moment. You know, I have, you know... LGBTQI members in my family on both sides. So I'm just trying to understand why, you know, there has to be, I guess, representation in all type of TV shows and movies now. 
Because I was watching um Mike Epps, you know, comedian Mike Epps. He got a new show on Netflix called The Upshaws with uh Wanda Sykes and uh Kim Fields. You know, they got a nice little T V show on Netflix and like the son, you know, the black son, it don't matter if he is black or white. But it's like it comes out later on in one of the episodes that the son is like gay. And I'm like, I'm just watching this like, damn, this has to be a repetitive storyline on every TV show now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always a storyline. It's the same storyline, though. Like, a gay guy coming out on, um, what the fuck is it? The Upshaws. This is, even, yo, even on uh Ragnarok. Even on Ragnarok, I'm watching Rag. I'm binge watching Ragnarok. Uh, last weekend they got a little TV series with um, mm-hmm. you know these characters are supposed to be basically Thor and Loki as teenagers in just a more modern uh life. That shit was ass. It was kind of good. Shit was ass, bro. It was alright, bro. I had it was okay. I ain't say it was shit. the best. Cheeks. That <laughs> show was cheeks. <laughs> you was bored. But, you was bored, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yo. Sometimes Netflix ain't got shit. I, I'm you not just be lie. It, I, I was like, right now, right, Thor. I watched the first episode. I was like, she's ass, bro. Now you gotta keep watching it. See, you gotta keep watching it. You checked out after the first episode because it is slow. It's a slow build up. It's a slow build up. I, I kept watching. Man, I went to the cookout. I went to the first. <laughs> I lifted up the uh, aluminum foil. There was flies all over the corn. I just oh, walked away. <laughs> I said, yo, who the fuck made this shit? Ew. I said, y'all ain't covered the food. Crazy. <laughs> but nah, dog. So basically, we found out in season two of Ragnarok that Loki is gay. And I, yeah, I, yo, Marvel. Like, bro. Now, Marvel is supposed to be having their first gay character come out, like, um, really soon. I forget what um the movie or TV series is going to be. So Marvel already is, you know, on that shit. But I'm like, damn. Now Loki, I guess he he a, he a gay character or some shit. Got his heart broken and all this shit. They was two guys was kissing and the damn coffee shop, the only coffee shop in town. Oh. But it's like, yo. Again, that's just three examples for y'all who are listening. You know, you know, I digress. Me, it's. It's just everywhere, man. You can't watch anything without seeing it no more. Yeah, I would say it's more common. It's in a lot of storylines. I definitely agree with that part. It's not necessarily a bad thing because I think anytime you get away from everything being the European and white caucus mountains of cookie cutter. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like seeing that stuff all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool I'm with it. Yeah. Same actors and actresses and but the storylines. Yeah. Change I mean, the it always got yeah. it always gotta be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be so. creative. That's what I'm saying. It always has to be, you know, secret, oh we didn't know that Loki was gay or oh it comes to find out that, you know, this guy likes this guy or the son is something. There's a new Marvel movie coming out with an Asian superhero, and that shit looks crazy good. Okay. I don't remember his name, because it was, uh, I don't know if it was Chinese or whatever, mm-hmm. but he, yo, I watched the previews, because I was out watching um, Cruella, mm-hmm. 
Which great movie by the way, two hours long, so prepare yourself. But totally worth it. Uh with Emma Stone. Wonderful. Whew. But we speaking of movies, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic, bro. Army of the Dead. Good? Good fucking movie, dog. Okay. Army of the Dead. Good fucking movie, dog. For y'all who like the zombies. Uh what's that motherfucking name? Zack Snyder. He's like the the zombie guru. So Zack Snyder did Superman. Yeah, he did. He's a very he's a very good director. He is, dog. And zombie that was like that's the best Netflix movie I watched in the month of May. Yeah. Um, they about to have another one too. But yeah, uh I saw the previews for that and it looked very good. So it, it is good to have variety, you know, for, yeah, for all audiences. Definitely, definitely. And like I said, again, everybody who's listening, I'm not saying, you know, I don't want y'all to think y'all, oh, man, Kendall, K D, he don't want Representation and nothing. Nah, I'm cool with it. Like I said, man, woman haters club. Yeah, I'm all about <laughs> it. But I'm like, yo, can we change it up? Does it have to be like I said? Yeah, have some cartoons beat it. But I'm like, yo, a cartoon that's been set in stone for like the past thirty years. Rugrats been out since like 1990. Dude. So I'm like, y'all gonna go back and rewrite a storyline? I'm like, yo, just create a new cartoon that you know explores that. Or you know, can we? Just be creative. Y'all writing the same storylines for different characters on different TV shows. I, I guess, man. Just, you know, be creative, man. But uh, the last thing, you know, we won't care about next week. Viral video going around. Mom versus Bear. So, those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you could Google it probably. They're... Look like, I don't know, they're in the hills somewhere. It's like a mom and her two cubs, I think. You got to see it to believe it. You got to. She is, the the bear is like walking through somebody's backyard and the dogs are barking. So the mom is like, I guess, protecting her cubs. The owner comes outside. This is a woman. These is dogs. These is like fucking dogs. Comes outside, goes head up with a bear, pushes it off the wall. And just grabs her dog and runs back inside. Yeah, yo, that took big balls. Craziest shit I've seen, dog. You know what's funny? This reminds me of... I remember living in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I seen the most... The most... Stay with me. The most amount of homeless people I've ever seen in my life growing up in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people walk past homeless people for a variety of reasons. They may pass that same person all the time. They probably already gave them money. Or they feel like they don't want to give them their money because they could be working. You know, people had their own reasons for not wanting to help people that are on the streets. Anytime there was a dog, I always see people stop. (laughs) Because the dog... This is what scares me about human beings. Have you ever been around a dog lover or a cat lover? Sometimes they, like, yo, I swear people love animals more than they love other people. Yo, that's true sometimes, man. Like, that lady probably don't have kids. She probably don't. If you rent, like, if a person that has kids Full speed. and sees a bear, your kid comes to your mind. Fuck them dogs. I, no offense, dogs. But I'm not coming to get you if I have a child inside that needs me. Exactly. Or I need to go pick my kid up later. That is a phenomenal observation. If you don't, 
you ever see people without kids, no offense, but people without kids and they have a dog, it's like it, it is their kid. Yeah. Which I understand because I've had dogs my whole life and I love dogs. I think they're great. I think they're very loyal. I like dogs. But when you start to love dogs and cats more than human beings, it bothers me. It bothers me, Kendall. Because I would never run up to a bear. Period. Yeah, dog. Like, yo, a bear would have to have my daughter hanging by her t-shirt in the mouth <laughs> for me to run up on a bear. Bro. Like, I do not want nothing to do with no bear. No Man. shark. I don't know what comes over human beings to have superhuman strength like this. I think but. she surprised the hell out of the bear because the bear was not expecting her to come up. She was running full speed and just like, yo, it was like a fucking Oklahoma drill. <laughs> yeah. She just pushed Boom. the shit out of the, yo. She fucked she that bear up. all her weight into that push, dog. Like, yo, that's the only way. And I mean, I've seen videos of husbands or fathers wrestle their kids limbs out of sharks mouths fucking pull up alligators from swamps man it's been crazy shit right. like again but that's what children that's what your own kids your wife whatever but i mean hey, she man. had leverage because the bear was on something yeah but bears climb trees yeah you know what i mean like uh what's the movie with leonardo dicaprio and the bear just fucks him up for like a full five minutes oh Ah, damn. That shit made me never want, want to fuck with a bear, ever. Mm. Ever. Yep. Like, yo, he got his ass demolished. Yep. And I thought the bear might have took his cheeks. Because that shit looked <laughs> wild, bro. Like, he was done it... for. Man. <laughs> I'm not fucking with a bear, bro. Nah, man, but... but people are crazy, though. People do it. Yo, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of 24 Hours from Greatness. Again, we appreciate y'all. We are back. We are back. We are back, man. It's been wonderful. Yeah, glad to be back. Anything else we got? No, nah, I mean we we got some definitely a lot more content coming y'all way. Oh yeah, um, man. more drinks are on the rise. It's almost <laughs> summertime, so I'm gonna have some. Oh yeah, some great oh, visuals yeah. coming soon. I have uh, plenty of drinks that I want to make for for the show. So um, just stay stay in tune with us. Uh, stay in tune with you know our financial fitness. Yep. Kendall's always posting workout motivations for y'all. Definitely, man. Um, you know we are, we are here and we are only twenty four hours from greatness, and that goes for everybody. Straight up, man. Yo, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Keep tuning in. Like I said, the content is about to start dropping on a consistent basis once again. Um, yo, twenty four hours from greatness podcast. Go follow that. Follow us on our uh, individual pages at Big Papa Pump, spelled just like that. X on the end. Uh, HJC dash three dash. Make sure y'all get y'all merch. Summertime coming. Tank tops, girls, shorts, all that, man. Just keep supporting the brand. Keep helping us. Be great. We love y'all. Till next week. It's your boy KD. And it's Harry. We out.